catch that dove. <laughs> Hello, my friends. This is Andy and Andy. I come to you live from your Belinda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com. Harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel every corner of the earth. We have Bible resources, books to peruse, pastors to watch, worship bands to listen to, and our previous content, our podcast. We're going to watch it um, on YouTube or you want to hear it audibly. We're on a bunch of different channels, especially our favorite of all channels, our pastor, Pastor Jack's Real Life Network. Check it out. It's new. It's got some cool content, movies for the family, um, old Chuck Smith videos, like mm. I, the ones that we had never seen before, which is awesome. Yep. And uh, we also have my old articles from the Christian Post and a place where you could drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to send us a comment, a prayer request, whatever it may be. Uh, and if you care to partner with us, there's a donate now button. Yes. And make sure you comment and uh, let us know where you're watching from if you haven't yet or comment on the devotional or anything else that we have to talk about uh, or let us know what you need prayer for. That would be amazing, too, if you wouldn't mind sharing. Um you know, something that you just uh, are struggling with or maybe somebody that in your family that needs a prayer or two. We already have a bunch of comments coming in. Fantastic. Darcy Kane. Hi, Darcy Kane. Hi, Darcy. Nice to see you. With a Carrie big Storm face. What? Carrie's got a storm. Remind us again what city you're in. Here we just oh, have a wow. gentle breeze with some with some raindrops. Yeah, we don't have much. Kelly did. My son Kelly was out driving. He said there was um, almost tornado type winds. I know. He said that the leaves and sticks were coming at his at his truck. But he's never been in a hurricane. He's never right? been in okay. a he's never been in a wind before, probably. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, happy Hurricane Sunday, Jan. Yeah. <laughs> hello, Jan. Nice to see you. Jan's uh, uh, nearly a neighbor. Yes. Uh, hello, Cindy. How you doing? Nice. It's earlier. I can help her keep her eyes open. Oh, what? I know you and me both. Wait, 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 wait. One second. She has trouble staying awake with us giving this devotional. For her, it's late. Well, are you? Uh, are you Central I'm a little time offended. or? I'm a little offended. Eastern time. She's Central time or Eastern time, Oklahoma. Um, uh, I don't know. Central, I think. Um, hi, Iris. Carrie says right. And Carrie's in Menifee and Menifee. things are flying in the backyard. Wow. Oh, yeah. You're closer to San Diego than we are. So, wow. Yeah. Oh, Tornado tor watches near Palm Springs. See, he's not that far off. We'll give him a break. Yet the girls were out today braving it, doing water slides in the rain with their, yes, their whole school. It looked like half of their school was that at the, like fun. was at Tri City Park, actually, Tuffrey uh, in the, in the field there. Central time. Central time. Yes. There we go. All right. Uh, also, I wanted a little, a little reminder uh, for those of you that uh, haven't done it yet, that in our description, we have our sponsors. The first one is uh, LifeWise, and you'll go to the, to the website, which connects to our show, uh, and that is LiveLifeWise.tv. Go there, look for some of the products that we have. Uh, amazing uh, sleep, not sleep, dream, which gives you great sleep, um, is one of my favorites, uh, along with Restore and Clarity and The One. I love The One Vitamin. Uh, it also... Uh, my nails have been growing like crazy. I don't, if, oh, okay. if you take the one, you have to buy new nail clippers <laughs> because not only do they grow, they're like stronger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm about ready to break one of my nail clippers. I know that's kind of probably TMI, TMI but uh, no, great stuff. Really great products. Uh, give them a try. Uh, you have a money back guarantee. So uh, go ahead and give them a try and we would appreciate it. Or you can even join me in the business of uh, providing these um uh, supplements to people 
And then we have StreamYard, which is what we're using right now to broadcast to you. If you have any inclination to share either an expertise you might have or just go on and talk about life or do a devotional like we are. Use this program. It's called Get. It's called StreamYard, uh, but you need to use the URL GetStreamYardNow.com, and that will give our short show credit, um, and uh, they will donate to our ministry if you decide Yay. to use it. It'll be awesome. All right. In today's um, verse is First Chronicles sixteen. Oh, what's that spelling, Schnugs? Oh, oh, oopsie. Uh, put my banner. How come it didn't give me the little line? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. There, First Chronicles. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, you know, it's uh, what happens when you have a rookie, yeah, uh, a newbie after almost thirty years in the Christian faith. <laughs> and that's why you proofread all my reports. That, yeah, that's, you know, everybody's got their own strengths. <laughs> yeah, that's not mine. All right. We're reading from uh, A.W. Tozer, Tozer for the Christian leadership, for Christian leadership, uh, for August 20th. And the title is Saved to Worship. And as we just discussed, First Chronicles 16, 29 is the reference. And it says, give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering. And come before him, worship the Lord mm. in the beauty of holiness. Tozer writes, there is nothing intrinsically wrong with signing a card. It can be helpful, a helpful thing, so we know who has made inquiry. But really, my brother or sister, we are brought to God and to faith and to salvation that we might worship and adore him. We do not come to God that we might be automatic Christians cookie cutter Christians, Christians stamped out with a die. <laughs> God has provided his salvation that we might be individually and personally vibrant children of God, loving God with all our hearts and worshiping him in the beauty of holiness. Lord, I don't need another name in my file, another notch on my belt, but I would like the privilege of bringing someone to the point of salvation so he could become a genuine worshiper Amen. of you. Use me, I pray in Jesus' name, amen. And the uh, reference to signing a card is from yesterday's devotional where um, he brought that uh, idea up that it's more than that, becoming yes. a Christian, just just writing your name on a card Hi, and putting your address, so -so. your email address, which to first -time Tozer didn't have. <laughs> yes, um, there's a lot more to it than that. So um, we're saved to worship, Schnooks. The In the beauty of holiness. So there's a responsibility in that worship. It's not just skinny jeans and flip-flops coming to church on Sundays. It is holiness. Mm -hmm. I love that um, Tozier emphasizes that, that there is a responsibility of holiness. You know, there is a, a little bit, you took a breath, so were you going to say something else? I, um, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, what's funny <laughs> um, is that I can think back to my early days of Christianity and uh, it looks Real like Christianity or the fake, Christianity? The, the fake one, the, my, my in name only um, okay. walk with God. And uh, for those of you that are new, cause I think we have a few new people watching or listening. Um, I was one of those Christians who came into the faith, called myself a Christian, uh, got dipped and then, you know, went to church, but then the rest of the time, who knows what I was, you know, I was still in my flesh. Um, and 
kind of thought worship, I didn't really look at worship the way that worship is actually, it's supposed to be a time of singing you, to the Lord. You, to you, it's yeah. just music that they I, before the guy came out. Yes. Uh, I right. thought it was like, it's giving people time to come into the church and find their seat. <laughs> and um, maybe and it has to be clean and cleaned. Yeah. No, it and, has to be like clean. So it can't be like, pop music it's right. gonna be like appropriate yeah i just thought it was hey we're gonna play a little christian music give everybody time to uh-huh. kind of say hi to everybody because people are having like conversations and uh That's hugging so and you got people getting coffee at the coffee shop over there right. you're and the friends you know and the, and they're horribly slow at giving <laughs> you your coffee and your and so i i thought i didn't real i didn't know the the real purpose of worship amen so um, I, that's a, kind of the first thing I thought of that. You know what? I'm so happy that I know that now that is our time. And I, and I even referenced it once at one of our home churches, yes. how important it was to me to, to be there worshiping the Lord, listening to the words, um, especially at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, where we, where we attend now, that uh, I know that those songs are choose specifically um, for the message and for what it is that we're going to be talking about on that particular day. So what a, what a complete different understanding of what worshiping God means in, uh, and not only in church, but even in our home church. And you really, uh, take, um, take it not serious. There's a better word for it. You really take your time in deciding what songs you're, you want to play for home church because it's that important. Absolutely. Not realizing that many years ago. Did you always know this? I mean, the moment you became a Christian, did you instantly realize that that worship time with God in the beginning is? Well, see, you know, like, so my experience with Christ was similar to the way you describe coming into the canine business in the sense that Mm. you wanted to learn absolutely everything as quickly as you could. Mm -hmm. So I came into it like it was instantaneous. So it was, how do I do this? How do I do it well? How do I do it like to the nth degree. Mm. So that required me to figure out the worship, the Christianese, the Bible reading, the church going. I I just, I dove, dove into it. Like it was like, like my life depended on it. (laughs) I seem to have done that in everything that I do, except for being a Christian. (laughs) That's what I I mean. Literally. That's what I was giggling about as you were talking. I was like, it's so funny because you didn't do it. You do everything else with a completely different intensity. Oh my gosh. Playing ice hockey. Yeah. Yeah. You went and got private lessons. Didn't tell anybody about it to, like you said, law enforcement, pole vaulting, magic, Christianity. (laughs) (laughs) Until he appeared before me, then everything changed. Uh, And that that came to the end of yourself was right before Mm. that. Yeah. You had to come to the end of yourself until you were willing to really take the plunge. Because then he dwelled inside me and said, "Okay, listen, we're gonna we're gonna redo this. <laughs> we're doing this you know, we're gonna I'm gonna allow you a redo, redo, and we're gonna start like it's How day many one. Redos he gives us. Amen. <laughs> He's like shook me up and slapped me and and nice. just made me white as snow, kind of. <laughs> All right, let's. Um, how about the scripture? Sure thing. Yeah. Let's dive into the scripture. And once again, it's first Chronicles. Um, actually, do you mind if we finish the comments about the flooding oh. so we don't go? I don't want to, after the scripture, talk about flooding. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Carrie has a friend who's flooding in Palm Springs. Oh, wow. 
Because see, I was just making fun of Newsom that he just made a big deal out of this because I thought he wanted to get something out, out of money. declaring a flood yeah. and maybe even canceling the protests on, in Sacramento tomorrow. Oh, yeah, which is uh, that's way too far away. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> and Iris's daughter, father, daughter-in-law's father lives in Menifee. Huh, uh, small world. Yeah. And Iris says she could tell, tell a big difference taking the one. The one is the, uh, vitamin. the vitamin. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. That's awesome. Thank you, Iris huge carrie says yes hedia same here because we escaped from something so we wanted to get the knowledge fast amen mm -hmm. yes those who have been given much much is expected i love how carrie uses her emojis what is that emoji is, is that like a special question mark emoji yeah <laughs> i like okay. it it adds a little spice to our Doesn't emotional it? yes okay so first chronicles king david uh oh, my mom's FaceTiming me, guys. Okay, I will deal with that after. Uh, but my mom, <laughs> but First Chronicles 16, King David has got the ark and he is celebrating. So they're singing a song of praise, him and all of his um, priests. And they're actually named in the beginning of First Chronicles. And this is actually in the middle of the praise. And I wanted to go until almost to the end so that, again, you hear the prophetic scripture in it. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tremble before him, all the earth. The world also is firmly established. It shall not be moved. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad and let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Let the sea roar and all its fullness. Let the field rejoice and all that is in it. Then the trees of the woods shall rejoice before the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. And say, save us, O God of salvation. Gather us together and deliver us from the Gentiles Ooh. to give thanks to your holy name and to triumph in your praise. Amen. Amen. So we saved the version of Gentiles that uses the word Gentiles as opposed to deliver us from the nations. Um, because Andy thought we should explain a little bit about the use of this word. So some translations, um, so NIV, NLT, most of them just save the controversy by saying um, deliver us from the nations as a translation. But the word is goim. If, if those of you um familiar with that hebrew word it's the it's what they call gentiles non-believers is the word goim mm -hmm. um my I, I didn't get to do a, a deep dive on the hebrew word the use in the bible but i suspect once we become believers the greek word used is different they will no longer use once they become the family of believers I don't know. I'm curious. Maybe somebody watching knows. Maybe Iris knows. Uh, but it is um, the word goim. So once um, we have the New Testament and it's in Greek and they are referring to the family of believers, do they still use the word goim for Gentiles? Hmm. One other translation is the word heathen, which is easier for us to understand because at the point in which there's the family of believers, the Gentiles and the Jews, everybody who is not a believer is a heathen. Mm. So I thought that was a, that was a much more appropriate yeah. translation. I would prefer that. Heathen. Heathens. Yeah. 
Yes. And people, whenever they're talking about, they're like, I behave like a total heathen today. <laughs> yes. What's Lisa got there? Uh, oh, God hit her over the head with a two by four because she was running full speed and didn't see the cliff directly in front of her. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty much... Uh, I felt that same way on the day that I repented and asked for his forgiveness. I felt that I had been hit by a truck. Um, it just all came crashing down. I mean, just like, not like, I mean, there wasn't anything that happened on the, at that moment. It was just that I came to the realization and that realization was a truck. Like, oh, this whole time, this whole time I've been pretending. I, I truly had not understood what it meant and what I needed to do. And somehow it all came together. I, I, I wish I could remember exactly how it happened. Mm. It was just a, a moment of, of realization in my house, somewhere in my living room. You don't remember? The... No. Interesting. I mean, nothing was happening. That I mean, I, I was just... Some bad dates with... Nope. Method no. teeth people. No. <laughs> like, this is it. No, I'm done. I didn't date anybody. Once, I, I didn't know she was a, a former meth... But uh, I mean, my <laughs> my Christian frogs led me to the end of myself. Like yeah, when I was dating in the Christian world was so horrific. Sometimes I was like, oh, God, please don't make me do this anymore. <laughs> so I could see how you'd reach the end of yourself with that. No, no. I mean, it had been weeks or months. It was just like I had just realized that it, the most important thing I had to do was to be a father. And. And in business and everything else had to take kind of a backseat. Business is important because I got to keep a roof and over their head and keep. But you food were in the middle of COVID, too. Uh, so business yeah. naturally took a backseat because everything shut down. Everything shut Maybe down. Maybe that fear also. No, I, it, it was before that because remember it was after that. Then I went to a conference in Salt Lake City, Utah. So it was oh, uh, like right. two or three months before that happened. Yeah, it was just it was just a. I, I, you know, when you wake up and you it like that, just hits you, like the God just is there, and I bet he. You if you think about it, you'll find he it. just says there must have been some triggering events, though. If you think about it, mm, I think it's just it was. Uh, I'm I'm guessing maybe it was after a night of some imbibe, imbibing. <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. Oh, I'm never gonna wake do up. this again. Yeah, though. I mean, you know, alone. You know, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do that. You're yeah. alone. You decide. You know, I'm going to open up this brand new bottle of uh, whatever it was at the time, Jameson. And then uh, the, it was the next day, probably. Like, you know what? I what am I doing? Yeah. But I didn't go anywhere. I mean, there was nothing going on. It was that's the whole thing. That's what makes it. That's what makes it so memorable is that nothing else was really happening, other than myself. <laughs> Just, which is sufficient. <laughs> yes. Um, oh shoot! I wish I, I had that. Oh the um, um. Oh now it, it it escaped me again. So sorry. I had it, and then we started talking about something else. The Holy Spirit got through. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It it uh, it, it clearly was um, the beginning of understanding that I needed to listen to the Holy Spirit. And hear his voice that up to that point, I had been ignoring it. And I thought my voice was the Holy Spirit. 
<laughs> I was making the mistake of listening to myself. Um, and then, uh, and then everything began to change. Hey, Kate, nice to see you. Hi, Kate. Um, how is your son and family doing in San Diego? Have they reported back? I'm, I'm curious how San Diego is doing. I haven't really heard. Oh, uh, no, me either. It, it moved uh, west really fast. So that's why Palm Springs is getting hit pretty good. Oh, okay. Is that it, it came uh, from the, the coast and like shifted it down kinda in Mexico. Like kind of like a UFO. Yeah. 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 Made a turn. Made a turn. 90 degrees. Not a rounded off turn like our planes have to make. So um, anything else on this devotional at this at this moment that we have? No, it's just uh, I like his sarcasm. He's just kind of like, listen, we're not just signing up to be cookie cutter Christians. Mm -hmm. We have to like we're supposed to be vibrant. I like that use of the word vibrant. Yeah. Vibrant Christians, vibrant children of God. We have a job. We have things to do, things to accomplish on Earth. It's just a uh, it's just a great way of putting it. I like these two days of devotional that just really reminds us that we need to be active. There's there's some there's things that we, you know, it, it's I think sometimes when we hear that it's not based on works, this faith, right. that people think, well, then I can just sit back and do nothing. Right. Um, once I'm forgiven, then I'm I don't have to worry because now I've been forgiven. Now I can cuss and drink and do a bunch of nonsense. N neither one of those things are true. Yes. In, in the sense that. No, <laughs> there's a Bible, a manual that you have to follow that he calls you to read and, and be aware of and, and know what it is that you're supposed to be doing in this world. And that's loving other people and, and not being a nuisance, uh, but yet sharing the word. And the activity is, is for that to be sharing um, the gospel. Yes. And to be active yes. and to participate and to greet one another at church and to ask people, you know, how they're doing, ask people if they need prayer. Which I don't do. Okay. I was like, <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Okay. Not only do you not do it, but you run. I do. Yeah. But yesterday at uh -huh. the men's Saturday Bible study, um, I said, I, I, I want to pray. Good for you. Yeah. So I'm, 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 you're stepping out of your yeah, shell. I'm stepping out of my shell a little bit. Getting on up. Yes. Okay. And I, and I, and I rather enjoyed it. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting a little better. So, uh, you know, I, I, again, I'm not saying that I'm doing all these things. I'm saying I, I hear I, I like these two days. It's really important to get you, give you a little kick in the butt and say, listen, you've been sitting around on your on your keister a little bit too much. Oh. The devotional is not enough. I love that. <laughs> Do you remember me saying that to you? No, I've been saying that I, to him for remember. months. I don't remember. And he's like, what are you talking about? You do enough. It's enough. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I really don't feel like it's enough. <laughs> Oh my God. I love that. I love the Holy Jay, Spirit. Jay I love the fact the, that it, the, U, the UFO reference. It's still, it's, it's the same. It's, it's, it's one radio. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is one radio. So whether you're tuned into the station or not is totally up to you. Mm. Uh, but he will, he is a God of order and he is consistent and he is affirming and it's one of the greatest blessings of being married to somebody who is walking with the Lord is you don't have to worry about um, what messages they're receiving from the Lord because it's the same Lord, mm. you know, and he's telling us both the same things. Now, whether somebody's listening in, to it at the same time or not uh, is a, is just a matter of timing, but um, 
that's just so comforting. Yep. I think <laughs> it is that you're just kind of like, wow. So I, a few people are talking about, you said the UFO and it immediately, you know, brings us to Jack's message today. Yes. But I want Part to two. get to Carrie's first. Can we do that? Oh, sure. To Carrie's comment. So Carrie's saying, I have begun to feel like fine China polished for a special event. And Lisa's curious, what does that mean? So I, first of all, that really hit me because I immediately had this feeling of it. Carrie and Tony, this is correct. Where it's, um, we often refer to being refined like gold um, in the Bible. And it's usually something about fire and it's usually about something about pain. But I like the way, uh, I like Carrie's analogy because there's still a little bit of rubbing going on, but it's much more, um, I don't know. It's an Fine tuning. Yes. It's a more elegant expression. Mm -hmm. And I like the fact that it implies that there's a special event at the end of it. There's a celebration to be had um, from being fine China. So <laughs> she said, I'm correct. <laughs> so, yeah, I love it. I love it, Carrie. It's a it's really a great um, it's really a great analogy. Being polished like fine China for a special event. Yep. Oh, for sure. OK, so I, I'm like silver, though. Silver, you get you can get it kind of shiny. And then if it you tarnishes. don't, it, it, it tarnishes. <laughs> And you go, oh, I got to go back to, I got to go back to scrubbing again. Scrubbing. Yeah. Please, Holy Spirit, come back. And well, see, that's the thing. All of them like being refined by fire is gold, burning impurities. That's one level. Yeah. Uh, tarnished silver. That's another level. <laughs> but polishing fine china requires a delicate, a, oh. a, a delicate hand. But it still is, is, lab is laborious. You know, it yeah. doesn't just, you know, polish in a second. Um, you just got to scrub a little bit. You have to scrub gently. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So, um, so how's your husband, uh, your husband, how's Eddie doing? Oh, uh, yes. Carrie, please let us know um, if he's feeling better, if the pain has decreased too. Yeah. So today Jack's, uh, Pastor Jack's um, Hibbs uh, message at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, the second part um, of a two-parter. I, I really think he's going to go three parts. Possibly. Three, uh, he didn't yeah, get to the whole Mormon thing. No, um, but it's in line with your um, article that you wrote for the Christian Post. And what we talked about yesterday, we even talked about this yesterday, yes. about not to be afraid of the UFOs. No, but um, Carrie, he's on the same radio station as us. I think it was Carrie brought it up. I can't remember who brought it up. Uh, people, uh, he brought up that people walked out, that the largest number of walkouts occurred <laughs> on part one of his message last Sunday. I'm not surprised. Really? I'm not surprised because there's a lot of people. I told you who people are like, oh, please, I'm not believing any of this. It's ridiculous. They got to be first timers, though. Um, I can't imagine people that have been coming to Calvary Chapel Chino Hills for any period of time. Didn't do not do not <laughs> do not understand the, the church and and the types of messages that you have that you can have a message like this. And and it, it may not be for you necessarily, but we're no, there to learn. Not. How is it not? I'm who, just saying. You know what I mean? Like who can walk out and be like, you know what? I want no part of this. It doesn't matter whether you want any part of it. It's coming. Yeah. <laughs> True. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like what is the point of being, uh, of saying to yourself, oh, this is ridiculous. Like, I don't even know why I have to listen to this. Well, you have to listen to it. I mean, the world is listening to it. That's his point. The entire world is watching these, this congressional testimony. Right. So 
I mean, it's in our Congress. So how could you ignore that it's happening or think that it's ridiculous, we shouldn't address it or that it's not relevant to the church? How is it not relevant to the church if demonic activity has become so prevalent that people are seeing it with their own eyes? Right. But, but even but equally as important is the fact that it's, there's, there's three ways you can go. You can believe that all these men and women who are intelligent men and women, as, as the, um, the video that he played said, these, these people are educated, you know, respectful. people, respectful people that are saying, I saw something <laughs> and I can't explain it because it was going a hell of, heck of a lot faster than I was. And I'm, I'm in one of the fastest planes on the planet. Right. Uh, and it made a turn that I cannot make. So you, you, so when hearing that, you either have to believe that he's lying and, and nothing's happening, or you have to believe they're little green men and a, that they're visiting us from other planets, or they're demonic activity. So it, it's got to be one or the other. And the Bible has been true to everything that's happened on this planet since the beginning. Yeah. Nobody can find fault in it. There's no contradictions. And... What, what what would you choose? What would you choose? But to believe something that's just historically correct and always right, or that it's little green men coming from another planet, yes. or it's the Mormons flying around on their little brooms, <laughs> whatever it is. However it is, they get to I the planet. I'd be surprised if the Mormons brought these little <laughs> green men. They're they're in it with the muzzies. Yeah. Um. But so incredible. I, I love I love our church so much. I love it even more. Our church? My church. Oh, yes. <laughs> our church. I love our church. I love our, our, our pastor. And uh, I, I just love it. I am just so grateful that, it, that I'm there. Yes. Because without, without me being there, then I would never have met you. That's, Ooh, the, that's the most important that. thing. Um, Dixie says, I'm with Jack in the Bible. I think it's demons. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I never had thought about it before. Again, I mean, I'm so um, thankful for the, the messages in that I'm learning so much. And you can turn to, and I've said this before, just simply about the Bible being a great um, source for life, whether it's business or personal or marriage or, yeah. or being a father. But it's gone beyond that with uh, Pastor Jack. Absolutely. And Carrie says her husband's in rehab. Um, finally resolved. He wasn't thrilled about going into rehab. So um, we're definitely going to keep him in prayer that um, it goes quickly and easily and he's not too uncomfortable. Carrie. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Dixie saying hi. She just got here. Uh, and Carrie's saying yes, people are afraid. So they close their ears. Yeah. Either, either um, I'm going to add to what we said yesterday and saying that the other category is they're just arrogantly not believing it. So we have the fear category. We have the, oh, these are good creatures coming to help us category, demons. And then the other one is arrogantly, this is all nonsense. It's all stupid. I don't want to hear about it. This shouldn't be talked about at a church. Right. That, that, that excuse. Right. And that, I think, is extremely dangerous. It's almost mm. as, as dangerous as thinking these are benevolent little creatures coming to help us. Um. Uh, and Dixie's wondering why they walked out. And I mean, that's what we're, that's what we're saying is either they're arrogantly angry that it shouldn't be discussed or that it's so ridiculous. It shouldn't be discussed or, um, they don't believe his perspective, but I think for the most part, it's people who don't think it should be discussed. 
there's a lot of people that don't even come to the church because they only want to hear a message about a jackpot Jesus or the, as Jack called it, recreational Christianity, the Newport Jesus, (laughs) the surfer looking guy. I just want to hear a message about how beautiful life is with God and none of this other stuff. Right. I, I already know. I know plenty of people who said they went once and they left because they didn't like that. He talked about politics. Uh-huh. And uh, and so there, there's that group of people. And Eric says that message was fire. It's eye opening. And that clip with Elon Musk and Tucker, things mm. are getting ready to get crazier. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Thank you, Pastor Jack. Yeah. Amen. And I mean, I, you know, <laughs> you think about somebody like Elon Musk, richest man in the world, access to infinite amount of information um technology and you name it and he says yeah it's getting weird yeah weird weird and scary (laughs) like what does he know that we don't know yeah for him to make that kind of a statement on you know national tv knowing full well that it'll live forever um is quite a statement i think we we really should sit back and be like wow like what what um what destruction does he see um, on the horizon for him to be so concerned that artificial intelligence will basically surpass mankind and subdue mm-hmm. mankind? Um, I find that fascinating. Yeah. And, and he's been a, a big, being a part of it, as you say, for so long that I think the people that walked out should be more fearful about that about ai you know that that they're they just it's all connected yeah you gotta you gotta listen to this stuff because it's you may not like it it may be uncomfortable i don't want to talk about martians and all this kind of stuff whatever that is but jack presents it in a way that i think is way more logical than any of the stuff that you could leave and listen to whether they're watching cnn fox or anybody else because nobody's go, no, nobody's adding the Bible to it. They're all taking these other, they're taking man perspective, worldly perspectives, without having the Bible in it. You can't, you can't. Uh, I don't think you can do that as a Christian. And I, I hope um, that everybody caught the importance of what he meant by pointing out the times throughout the Bible when the sons of God, the angels, inhabited human beings. And how they made the Nephilim and that those distorted creatures on the earth in the time of Noah and in the time in the time of Noah, um, because and it's not just Noah, it was also in the time of the giants. It was when David, it was Goliath was also a giant, Mm -hmm. Um, the Anakim. So all of those references is because he's calling your attention to the fact that so we have this historical reference and then we have the prophetic reference of the Antichrist, the beast. And the false prophet. And so they're being able, and then we have the advent of AI. So he wants to get us to the point where we can understand from biblical references that substances can be inhabited by spiritual beings. And by being, once they're inhabited, they are animated Mm. and they are animated to do nefarious things. And the reason they're nefarious and not benevolent, nefarious meaning evil and not benevolent meaning good, is because God has cursed that behavior since the beginning of time. Mm. So he's always indicated 
that it is wrong and that they have violated their abode and their and their destiny is hellfire because the sons of God um, went into man when they are not supposed to. So this this mixing is against God's will. Um, but the the fact that he's pointing that out to us is so that when we see this giant ET like transformer creature that can talk and think, we're not completely flipped out by it. Be mm -hmm. like, wait, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have heard about that thing. Okay, so it's made of metal or it's got flesh. Like, oh, it doesn't matter. Yep. It doesn't matter whether it looks like a Marvel character or it's got skin. Like, because what if, what if yep. these AI, because they're making them human looking, right? So yep. what if the beast or the false prophet, the Antichrist or the Antichrist himself looks human, but it's 12 feet tall? You know what I mean? And it's got skin and it can talk. Yep. And it's performing miracles. Can you imagine? That's going to scare people half to death. Yeah, there's so many people that uh, are, are pastors who will not read those portions of the Bible that talk about the uh, angels that had sex with the human yeah. beings. And it's like it's too it, confusing. People won't understand. They don't, they'll never do it. Or even the giants. Yeah. You know, they, they, unless they're talking about Goliath, which they like talking about Goliath because it's, it's a, to them, it's a story about a boy overcoming, you yes. know, a great hurdle, uh, a difficulty. <laughs> Yeah, they but they you know won't talk about it as to the existence. What what about the existence? What about the giants that were yeah. before the flood and and then and still after. and after the flood? Joshua what about the, and Caleb when they're like we look like ants, grasshoppers compared to them. What about the archaeologists who have found yeah. uh, you know uh, evidence of the giants uh, in in Israel and in, in around those regions that have been found the, the giant weapons that were found. Like they so just cool. they want to avoid that because it just makes people uncomfortable. But again, we have a pastor that's uh, not willing, willing to talk about it. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a lot of messages we have to get to. Uh, let's see. People's first good um, instinct is to bury their head in the sand. Yes, absolutely. Uh, until it personally touches them. Let's mm -hmm. see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's like the border and fentanyl. Right. They just yeah. uh, eh, it's not that big of a deal. We're just ignoring the thousands of people coming over and the people dying, you know, until it get, hits them. And then we begin to talk about it. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is we had these smashing grabs uh, in <laughs> L.A. Yes. And nobody really cares at all about theft and this Gascon and this crazy D district attorney we have. And then I don't know if this was a, uh, a mall that somebody really cares about or something, but it suddenly created a huge uproar. Mm -hmm. Um. And I'm looking at the news thinking to myself, like, why are you suddenly so concerned? Is this like a store that you guys all shop at? But this is what it was 7-Eleven and Walmart and, um, you know. Millions of dollars yeah, being destroyed. Walgreens, yeah. You it, know, but nobody says a word. But you it, go to Nordstrom's and yeah. steal a couple of purses. <laughs> Holy cow. The whole state goes bananas. Like, I wow, think, we have to do something about this. We, this what? is really bad, these flash mobs. <laughs> and I can't believe they were calling them flash mobs because flash mobs are dance groups that suddenly appear. And so then a whole bunch of people got mad saying, why are you calling us flash mobs? Because I was like, what kind of, why did you steal the terminology? They wanted to make it sound cool. Well, I don't know. Sashaying in there and doing a pirouette as they're taking. The, oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> I don't know why I brought that up. Why did I bring that up? Because uh, it doesn't they won't do anything about it or think about it unless it affects. Them. Right. 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 Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's occasional. Thank I, do the, you. I, I occasionally do the same thing. <laughs> See? 
If prophecy is true, then God is real and they are doomed without Jesus and they don't like that. Yes, it provides the yep. absolute uh, the absolute answer. Mm. And as we said, Dixie said, I'm with Jack and the Bible, I think demons. Yep. And Lisa also agrees. And Dixie's praying. <laughs> <laughs> Which we should be doing. Which we all should be doing. Yep. And Darcy says uh, she thought it was a powerful service that rang true. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you, Darcy. Yeah. And Dixie says, as weird as Elon is, for sure. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, he's a strange bird, but he is the richest man in the world. And yeah, for him to say it, yikes. He reminds me of a very smart person I went to school with. There's strange birds. You're not the strange bird, Snooks. You're smart. You're a smart person, but you're. I was always a little bit of a weird bird, though. Uh, that's what I thought. Maybe he's trying to warn people to open their eyes and ears. Yeah. For some reason, um, despite the fact that he has no faith and whatever other mean things people say about him, he's really freaked out about this whole AI yeah. thing. So it just makes me, th when, when somebody like that is freaked out about something, you've got to wonder what it is. You have to like, accept his intelligence. Right. Um, on 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 certain things yes he's not going to refer to the bible probably when it comes to some of these no. things but no, and he, also, he's freaked out about it just as a and his access what i think to myself especially as somebody who's worked for the government for a long time is i listen to the listener and the first thing i want to know is what kind of access to information does he have like is he telling me something he read on the internet or is he telling me something he's actually seen from classified evidence or people he's spoken to and and Elon Musk has access mm -hmm. to classified information, things that other people would never know. He doesn't pretend to be dumb. You know, you got these no. senators who are attorneys who suddenly don't know what the law is. <laughs> they don't know what the Constitution is. don't know is. what a woman is. Yeah, I don't know what a woman is. <laughs> exactly. Gosh, you're on fire today. Did I tell you how much I love you? No. I love it when you're like this. <laughs> I just get so attracted to you. <laughs> okay, TMI. <laughs> Prophecy, being a watchman. Yes. Amen. Yeah. And Dixie, so thankful I found Jack and I found that church because of Andy. Thank you, Andy. You're welcome, Aww. Dixie. I love that. <laughs> uh, the nature of birth pangs and labor. Darcy and I were discussing how fast everything is moving during the end times, just like mm. it is prophesied. Amen. Yeah. And Iris wishes she lived closer to Calvary, Chapel Chino Hill, so she can attend regularly. Yeah. Um, and like when Jesus cast the demons into the pigs, he was talking about why they kill livestock. Yes. Good point, Dixie. Mm. That's a good point. <laughs> um, Carrie says many people are inviting demons with their activities today. Oh, ain't that the truth? <laughs> yes. Worst of all, the children, the young people, oh, yeah. what they what they expose themselves to. Um, they already have sex robots that look and feel human for sale. Yes, yeah. that is so true. That's another aspect of it. Oh man, I was I was listening to um, uh, Vody Bachman, a very intense preacher. He's a Baptist, so he's a, a Calvinist, but he's just some. He's funny and as serious as a heart attack. So he was talking about Sodom and Gomorrah and um, the angels again that came and violated their abode mm -hmm. and um what the men the people of the city wanted to do to them and that how bad it was that lot turned around and said you want to take my daughters instead Ugh. yeah <laughs> he's lot. like this is the worst passage of scripture ever um but the fact that that you combine the sexual immorality 
that is also prophesied. The Lord said, you know, it'll be as in the days of Noah um, and in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, eating and drinking, giving your wives a marriage and the sexual immorality of Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, that that immorality, that decadence, we are also seeing now. Mm -hmm. um, and the relationship that these two may have together. Mm. So to me, I think there is, there is something to be said for that, the trans issue. Okay, bear with me here, folks. I think I'm having a slight epiphany. Okay, so <laughs> how do you connect the debauchery, the sexual immorality, the, the basically the stripping of genders to AI? Because it's basically creating robots, right? AI is creating robots. And this basically degenderizing young people so that they're not distinguished between man and woman mm. um, seems to somehow be correlated to each other to me. That there's something I can see horrifically, that. you know what I mean? There's yep. something horrifically evil, not only just because AI is a robot, but also connected to um, the strange and aberrant sexuality we have nowadays. Well, I think we know in human beings, the more that you can, can cause confusion and fear, they're, they're, those people are easier to manipulate. For sure. And with AI, it'll be so much easier to do that uh, in so many ways through their social media, through news, through, you know, the feeds that they get, they, they that suddenly appear. I mean, just like the ads that appear because you and I discussed, you know, whatever, a hammer, and then we'll see an ad for a hammer. Yep. Um, and without typing it into our computer, that, that begins to just really uh, change the, the psyche of people mm -hmm. that are weakened. Uh, through all those those ways that they know how to do it and, and many people participated i think there's many teachers that participated in it not knowing that they too have been manipulated by their universities and their teachers that that is something that has happened um over time and has yes. not stopped uh, <laughs> we got teenagers that are wanting to listen to what we're talking about we got three Christians walking into the room. Uh, Carrie uh, <laughs> says, Pastor Miller on RLN mm -hmm. has an awesome series on what we're talking about. Who is Pastor Miller? Uh, I don't know. Um, and what is RLN? Do you know? Can you guys know who, what RLN is? No. Nope. Nope. None of the, we have three teenage boys that have just walked in. <laughs> And Glenn Beck has been reporting on the history of transgenderism in Germany before, before World War II. It's mm. fascinating. Wow. We may, have to, we may have to look into that. Well, Lisa's a big Glenn Beck fan. I am actually a big Glenn Beck fan. Are you really? Yeah, I watch him every day. Always or just recently? Um, recently. Oh, yeah? Um, because he's a devout Christian, and I think he's been – he's a little um, less – Less off the reservation than Alex Jones. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have that gruff voice and, yeah. you know, that. Because sometimes some of the things Alex Jones says are wild. There's not that much different. I'm going to say something and you're going to go, you shouldn't have said that. But Alex Jones sometimes reminds me of Pastor Jack Hibbs. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't say that. Because he talks about the same things. No, but Alex's are loopy. No, everything that he's talked about as be is true has come just about that I know of has come true. 
I mean, most of he the things Sandy Hook he said, well, no, he didn't really say it that way. I mean, the, that's too familiar. The dog he did, but that's not exactly what he said. What he said. Oh, I can't repeat it right now because I can't remember the exact words. I don't want to add another dimension <laughs> to the thing, but that's not exactly what he said. Well, whatever it was, he got he lost millions of dollars. Well, uh, we'll see if that really happens. But, what are you talking uh, about? It was already he lost. No, no. Uh, we'll talk. We'll have to, I'll have to find out the real information <laughs> because I listened to Steve Crowder, Crowder Louder with Crowder, uh-huh. and uh, Alex Jones is now on his network, and oh. they and they just recently talked about it. And he what goes. What is his network? Uh, Louder with Crowder, uh, the oh, Mug that's Club. The the, that's the name of the network. That's the name of his show. Uh, Mug Club uh-huh. is what you can purchase to get the expanded version. I have not done it yet. So uh, this is one way that we may need to do our show where the first 30 minutes or so is oh, yeah. free. And then those people that, Remnant Radio do that, yeah, then there's a paid but extended version. Glenn is only on the paid version or they have a different Je- show like real life network. Alex Jones. Um, Alex Jones oh, is, um, I think he has his own show too, but also he has the other shows that he does. I can't find, he's not on YouTube. You can't find Alex Jones. On no, he's banned. Yeah. Anybody that even interviews him and they're on YouTube, they'll get banned. So if they interview watch him Alex Jones? On Rumble. Rumble. Yeah. I haven't, but he doesn't have a channel on, channel on Rumble. No. 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 Okay, we went off on a little rabbit trail there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's Lisa saying? Uh, oh, wait a minute. Carrie's not Pastor Driscoll. <laughs> oh. Driscoll on Real Life Network has an awesome series on what we are talking about. Yes. Driscoll's on the right Real Life now. Network? But is Dris- Driscoll on the Real Life Network? I don't think so. But Driscoll is right now on this whole UFO woke thing. It, yeah, he yes. is too. I like that. He is definitely on fire right now. And then of Carrie saying, no, we are on Real Life Network. Oh. Uh, Carrie says she hates the partial pace. So just keep that in mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I've, I've, I've held off buying the, uh, the mug. Because when you when you when you pay for the, uh-huh. the 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 whatever it is the subscription, uh-huh. then you get a free mug. That's why it's called the Mug Club. Oh, you get a mug with Steve Crowder's face on it. These kids are really testing us. Uh, yeah. on our, our concentration. Yeah, I'm testing my <laughs> so, patience. So he's going to get beat by Hedia. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to stop her from beating it. <laughs> they, There's a little skedaddle that happened. Yeah, no, they just laugh. When Hedia gets mad, the the room clears. Yeah. Um. So yeah, or I just want to go back to a little bit to. Oh my uh, God! Oh, Carrie go says they put Driscoll on Real Life Network. I love that. I didn't know that. We always wanted a compatibility between our two preacher, our two pastors. Of <laughs> yeah. course, Pastor Jack is our home church. But wow, that is so cool. You had a moment. Can can you can you want to? No? Well, I was mad. He was oh, getting okay, very. Uh, Pastor Driscoll had I don't know this temporary stage where he was just very me 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 and it was a little bit annoying um with his marriage and his kids yeah just constantly talking about how great his family is and i mean i understand that he feels very blessed Mm. but he was also doing a capital campaign where he was raising a lot of money and so it was all about oh "Oh my god how good our church is oh my god how good our church is how much money we need to raise my family's so wonderful i'm so wonderful this church is so wonderful let's raise some more money and it went on for months Mm. um so it was just a little bit annoying but now he's he's back on fire. That's good. Uh, well, Dixie and Dixie saying we're doing well to just buy food and pay bills. We can't afford to pay for content. We get only what we can from our phones. Oh. That's a very good point, Dixie. It's a very good point. Yeah. So just drop that idea, Schnooks. <laughs> 
I didn't like it a year ago and I still don't like it. Uh, it is, I don't know. I, and I, I gotta say that that's what I love about pastor Jack. Cause he's always, um, and he's so successful at it. You just see how the Lord blesses him where he doesn't ever emphasize money. He just believes that it, it comes and yep. he has seen in his own experience it comes. Well, we hope that they're going to, the people are going to come to the Honda center well, for just church, but he doesn't care. I mean, yeah. like he does care. He wants it to, but he's just like, he's not dependent. I, I believe he, he's probably just simply paid for everything. And then if five people show up, those are the five people that needed to be saved. That exactly. Day. He and doesn't he, care. Yeah. You they know what I mean? They won't. Whoever, whoever financed it, wherever he got the inspiration, um, he's just has the surety that he's doing what the Lord has asked of him, regardless of how many people show up. Yeah. Because to, to be able to not charge for parking, because he's not, you can, you just drive there and you park your car. There's, yes. and I've never gone to the Honda center and not paid for parking. Anybody's ever, ever. Right. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that there he had, they had to pay for it. Somebody, there's no way the Honda center would let no, them. Somebody donated it. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And it's just, I mean, that's incredible. That, that, that this is how important it is to Jack to share the gospel with people that are missing out, not to build his church. He's telling, to, tells us all the time. He, he's actually happy uh, about the people that walked out because they don't, they don't need to be there. They don't Plus need to be taken. They don't need to be taken up a seat. <laughs> Only those people that are interested in hearing the gospel need to be in the, in the uh, sanctuary. Uh, I think it's so awesome. Uh, Lisa says about, Oh, Driscoll. it was so good. Uh, Pastor Driscoll did an interview with Charlie Kirk. Yeah. His his new book and the demonic versus uh, forces with first Kings. Yeah. It was such a great interview. If you guys haven't seen it, Charlie Kirk and Driscoll. Um, it's amazing. It's really, really good. Mm. Just one last thing. Uh, we were talking about teachers just a few minutes ago, or I was talking about teachers and, and what's going on with the schools that, um, and, and that there's teachers that just simply, I don't know. They just, they've been so brainwashed. I don't, I love being brainwashed by Jesus and uh, the gospel. And so I understand being brainwashed, but the, the, the brainwashing of the lies of the genders and, and uh, LGBTQ movement and whatever, whatever all that is that um, it, it really does. And I'm just going to say this one more time is that it takes involvement from the community to, to make sure that that doesn't happen. Cause there's so no happened? way, there's no way through it. And the teacher got removed. How did the teacher get removed in 48 hours? No, no, no. Uh, the teacher that was on the, uh, you know, all over the news and Instagram yeah. from the video, she was suspended. Right. And she was put in Buena Vista, which right, is. But a, then a, how'd she appear on Ray's uh, schedule? That's the thing. I, 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 I've made a few phone calls. Uh, after that, and understand that it is Joey Davis, the principal of El Dorado, who is a lib and doesn't like me very much, nor does he like some of the other things that are going on. And so he, the belief is from leadership at in the district is that he did that on purpose to drive, to make a statement. And, and then reversed it? And then put certain kids in their class. So my daughter was was in that woman's class, that teacher's class, who had the sexual references that she got videotaped talking about. They put my daughter in that class, which but I got contacted and said by one of the leaders of the school district. Like that's all I want to say. He knew he knew uh, he or she knew that she that knew happened. that. Yeah. They did that just to mess with you that 
Joey Davis did that to mess with you and a couple other parents because there's like only parents. I don't know if only children from the parents that speak out didn't get put in that class. Well, they, that wouldn't that wouldn't be, you know, as, as shocking as the Falco last name. Your daughter doesn't have the Falco last name. Um, she got lucky. And so, yeah. And then um, on registration day on Friday, I was walking through El Dorado. The principal was standing there and he looked at Ray and said, hey, how do you like your classes? And then looked at me with a smile on his face. So how did it get overturned? Uh, I, I, she was never, again, she was, she's already, she was suspended and not going to be a teacher at El Dorado, but he put her name in there. Oh, as a joke? Like he's not, a, she's not literally a teacher, but he just put her name there. He's, she's a teacher because of the way that the teachers union has been able to not, uh, you know, make it possible for teachers to be fired. Right. They had to do something with her. Do you no, know there's something? Meaning, no, I understand the whole shift to online yep. to Buena Vista, but. Um, how did her name get inputted as a teacher? The principal did it. And then removed it himself. And then removed it himself. Oh, sorry, guys. We're having some <laughs> side conversation. But the point is, is that it was this huge viral movement about this very, very disgusting sex ed class um, that was happening at our high school. And the teacher got suspended. It was it was horrible. And then Andy's, not our, 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 daughter. our daughter got put in that class. That's what we were talking about. <laughs> Just a few days it's ago. It's been an hour. We got to go. It's been a long time. <laughs> you guys are, have had enough. We've covered everything from, I don't even know anymore. Oh, I, and Carrie says, not sure you understand how important your podcast is to us. Helps oh, us wow. feel we are connected. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. We, we do. I, we've talked about this off uh, the air often that uh, this is our, this our is ch- our church, our too. church of uh, people, uh, online church of people. Yes. We love you guys. And uh, yes, we're so thankful to have you all. We thank God for you all the time. All right, my friends. We... We're going to let you guys go. It's been a whole hour. Go, Andy, Darcy says. <laughs> Saw it. It was really bad. Yes, it was bad. <laughs> all right, my friends. We love you guys. God bless. God bless. See you tomorrow, I hope. Uh, Yes, I think so. Oh, should oh, yeah. we tell them now that we're, I'm going to be yeah, out of town? Yeah, because for... it's going to be very sad. So we're going to broadcast tomorrow and Tuesday before you leave. Okay. Andy's out of town Wednesday to Monday. Going on a road trip. Road trip. With the kids. Uh, and yeah, so just know that that uh, Wednesday through Sunday of next week, that I'll be on the road trip. And uh, there you go. All right. We love you guys. God Good bless. Night. Oops, I did it. There we go. Good night. 